Yeah, there he welcome. is. Am I allowed to swear on this thing? Yeah, no, we just try not to drop the F-bomb too, too much. Can I do one but, F-bomb? One F-bomb? Go ahead. Absolutely. Go oh, for it. So long. For crying out loud. Get <laughs> out here. Come on. <laughs> How you guys doing? Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing all right. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. going on right now. While you guys Hold are doing on. this podcast, they just passed the Emergencies Act. Yes. 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 And he just signed. Oh my lord, what's going on there? We don't have to talk about that, but I'm just like, wow, that was. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, well, we can glaze. I, I think we can. I think we could maybe glaze over it for those who don't even know what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to end up in prison. I love Justin Trudeau. He's my favorite. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. I hate Off those truckers. Get off. I hate I truckers. I hate babies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, they are changing the rules. To suit themselves. That's all I could say. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's wild to see because there was some, uh, I guess, a, a little bit of back and forth going on in the days leading up to this vote. And it was obvious. Uh, we were told by one of the MPs that was in, in, in the House that there were a lot of people that didn't agree with what was happening and were right. wary of Justin's leadership. And then at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I guess it's the, the old adage, right? You, you tow the party line and it doesn't matter necessarily what you think or who you're throwing underneath the bus, but you do what you got to do to make sure that the people that need to win, win. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I love it's... Justin Trudeau. God bless him. God bless God. Justin America. Trudeau. And the, I'm glad those smelly truckers are gone. All right. There we wow. Go. I have to, I have to say it. I have to say it. I don't want to end up in prison. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to end up in prison. Wow. Yeah. So you're well, covering that, covering it on all angles. Oh, George. Hey. Wow. <laughs> you're looking you're looking pretty snazzy there today, George. Am I hosting tonight? Rico's mom must be on. <laughs> so oh, you you are you are in Ottawa, right, Jason? Yep. Born and raised in Ottawa. Been here my whole life. Born and wow. raised in Ottawa. You've uh, you've worked in, in radio for 20 years yeah over the span of 20 years so i started right out of college actually i was really fortunate to end up at a station called the bear uh which was a big station here in ottawa but it was just yep. like the expos back in the day or like you know if you if you were to play for you know the the expos you'd get an opportunity maybe to to get a starring role unfortunately <laughs> i was playing for the yankees uh with the bear and so right. i did a lot of overnights and evenings and six years later i got an opportunity to leave the market uh, I went to Pembroke, Ontario for four years, came back to work at another station called Dog FM, and then another station called Rebel here in Ottawa. Right on. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So quite so, a career. Uh, Pembroke, uh, you you have uh, your showcase, uh, the Pembroke showcase what? that you do. What? Look at the research on this guy. Oh. What? <laughs> Let me get it. Yeah, we got the, Pe- the Petawawa showcase, it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's something that I actually just... I got into it just a couple of years ago. Oh, it's all, it's all good. It's generally the same area. Like it's 15 minutes away, uh, but it happens in Petawawa and me and my, my business partner, Sean Gallant from Gallant Media, who does business development. You know, we fill, we facilitate 140 vendors for three days. It's always the last weekend of April. And it's for anyone that has a passion and product and, uh, profession that they'd like to showcase from like homemade body butters to real estate. We have the city councilors show up. 
Uh, if you've been watching CPAC at all, like Cheryl Gallant, who's with the Conservatives, sometimes she has a booth there. Uh, wow. And I, so from when I when I lived out there, uh, it was always something that I really liked. I would never think that I'd have a, a foothold in in business. Many many years later, what about ten years later? Huh. Nice, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So, uh, Go ahead, Jason. Uh, yeah. So the launch pad. Great name, by the way, for your podcast. So how did you come up with that? What was the premise behind it? Like, what did you, we had a guest that actually quizzed us. I guess he's a new guest, but, you know, what is is it exactly you guys do? And, you know, we're kind of talk show entertainment, but we have great guests like yourself on. But yeah, what what uh, what was the whole foundation of the Launchpad? Right. You know what? I When I think about it, I go back to, rebel when i when i worked there and i had to come up with something my my last show was called the junkyard j-man's junkyard at the blue station it was just kind of fitting you know old rusted <laughs> yeah. out cars and stuff like that uh-huh. and you know like where everyone you know where one person's trash is another person's treasure that's how right. i how i sold it and then when uh you know i was going to work at rebel i was just thinking of something badass maybe a little bit of star wars going in the background and so I thought of just like, you know, like a, a launch pad, outer space. And mm-hmm. it's it's also a new frontier. Uh, you know, and then you can play on the word as it's a launch pad to new ideas. And mm-hmm. when I started doing the launch pad podcast, <clears throat> it was purely as a gen lead, actually. Oh, I wanted really? to use oh. it to bring in some business in regards to attracting more people to showcase as well to the business development that I help my business partner with. Right. And then I started to explore my network. Mm-hmm. that I that I built through radio and I'm like wow I know a lot of great people uh, so I started exploiting that a little bit more and it just <clears throat> kept on getting bigger COVID had a lot to do with it as well because right. podcasts were generally a lot of them just kind of happened face to face right and that was a setup that was money that was time it was also uh, just how close are the people that you want to talk to or you know most people aren't able to fly somebody into their studio like a Joe Rogan yeah. Um, so it really brought on this whole new thing of a podcast where it's it's perfectly acceptable to do one on Zoom. And, you know, and like, here's a perfect example, right? Five people, all different places, all in one place, you know, just yep. uh, knocking it out. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's, great, that's it is great. a great platform. It um, is. It, and it's, it's living in the now. Like, uh, a lot of people nowadays are not uh, watching so much of the uh, – regular tv you know your your what your cbc's and right. you know and, and when i when i grew up it was channel three five and nine <laughs> yeah know? um but yeah so it is it's all it's all like my kids they're all get everything from the internet nothing yeah. is they don't watch tv anymore well it's got, really changed i think joe rogan we all knew podcasts had already changed when when joe rogan took over but he's done it in such a grand fashion, uh, and he has so many listeners that you know he's become a, a source for people to go find the experts or the information that they're looking for. He's now kind of legitimized that, where before right. people would still maybe say, well, you know, it's a guy in a podcast. I don't know him, opposed right. to, well, I'm really disenfranchised with what I'm hearing on the news. And I think that's become more polarized over the last two years. Yes. Uh, where everyone has a camera now, you know, right. and, and, and that can be a good thing 
and give me a bad thing. Bad thing, TikTok. Good thing, you can catch things. That <laughs> the, 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 the media might be saying one story, but I mean, you have a you know a couple thousand people. That was one thing that I that I found with everything that we were hearing just more recently in regards to protests that were here. Yes. You know, you can only have one or two cameras. Like mainstream news wasn't there a whole bunch. Yeah, but you yeah. had thousands of people that had out their cell phones. So in regards to I mean, if you really want to pull in your your own data, I mean, sure, watch the mainstream news, but you you have this just amazing um, melting pot, melting of, pot, exactly, yeah. of another yeah. perspective, and all of the same perspective because they're all there for the same reason, generally. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's what I found so uh, exciting about doing that is what you see on mainstream news on TV was so different than what people were doing online with their mm-hmm. own phones being there. I know a lot of people that personally went there mm-hmm. and you're, you're listening to the TV and you're looking at what people are showing live on their phones and you go, something doesn't make sense here. Mm-hmm. There's two stories here. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But so I wonder how long it stays like this. where this like a honeymoon period where yeah. podcasters have become trusted individuals. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you guys say that you went to an event and you really like the event, someone would, well, this is a firsthand experience. Like all four of us went. And so if you're yep. looking for a reliable, you know, rundown of exactly what happened, you can trust us where before it was, uh, why am I watching this guy? <laughs> yep. Like I remember seeing YouTube for the first time and I was like, why would anyone record themselves and put them on and put themselves on the internet? I thought <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. I thought podcasts were ridiculous at one point. I thought like, and this is kudos to you guys, by the way, um, because you actually go to radio school. Like that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm educated. And yeah. I, I used to scoff at podcasts. I'd be like, you know, I went to school for two years. I have all this fancy equipment. And like, and these guys are just, these yahoos are jumping on the internet trying to be like me. Yeah. And, and then when I started paying attention to podcasts, I'm like, Holy geez, like it, it's really, it's not that much of a gift uh, that it, that's only resigned for the few that just through practice, whether you go through training or you're not, I mean, it, it's an amazing thing what you guys are able to do. And I find that you're able to do it in a very short period of time and do yeah. it better than a lot of the people that are out there getting paid too much money to do it. Well, yeah. it, it, it's, um, yeah, it, I guess, you know, generally, thanks for that. We, um, We've been, well, Heiko and I have been doing this for four or five years, and and he's been doing it longer than that. Yeah. And it evolved from radio to what we're doing now. When COVID came up, we just we went all social and um, all of that. So it, but um, I think I think your point it's definitely well taken. Um, we've had some pretty good high profile guests like Rudy Blair and Alan Cross and a few. No, and and we've gotten some pretty good feedback from the, like really good feedback. But I, th- for my perception <clears throat> of that is that we <clears throat> we're not we're definitely not as structured. We've talked about this at, in nauseum. You know, like uh, should we be should we have a set format for the show? Should we keep it kind of rigid? And uh, we keep there's a few things like we'll always uh, entertain George's backside because we love it so much. But <laughs> other than that, um, there's something about the free flow. Uh, we do have some, uh, you know, uh, rules that we try and stick to, but it's really yeah. to, hmm. um, to keep the show engaging, 
Um, we, uh, we don't insult our guests by not doing research. We try and do, um, you know, as much as we can, um, but then have fun with it. Right. We have yeah. loyal, um, watchers and listeners. And, you know, I think we had the, uh, we had the flat earthers on, we had about, I think oh, almost fast. 900, uh, people on Facebook and over 2000, uh, you know, live with us on YouTube. So, um, but you know, we have to. We have to, uh, there are certain topics and areas that we will, will try and, you know, guide or stay away from if we can. I mean, we don't, we don't promote any racism or hate or any yeah. of that stuff. Uh, when you get into topics like what, what's happening with Canada now, it's, um, we're divided, right? We're divided on this show. We're vaxxers 100%. and anti-vaxxers. So, um, but, you know, something like, the trucker protests, which uh, Heiko and I got into a debate about, but he had some very valid points. And, and I think I, you know, there may be a little ignorance on my part, but then what became really interesting was the fact that um, whether or not this was intended to be a peaceful pro protest, it, it began that way, but it was also the foundation of it was, you know, kind of nefarious organizers in some way. So it, 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 you know, but you have to it's messed up now right and it's created it's created a lot of um uh, you know i think the movement for freedom and everything else yeah i i, I certainly get all that uh it makes sense but you know even with the government the way this started out with um not to get into the whole thing but it, oh it's we're just getting now, into it now you yeah, started, know, but, <laughs> you started but, but but the thing is is the credibility has swayed it's certainly for myself as someone who vaxxed and for you know my own personal reasons um you know we the country became very divided and what became uh was you know sort of a choice or a choice became no longer a choice mm -hmm. um so that part i don't agree with uh but you know well, this is the same all... same government that says my body my choice but not when it comes to getting a needle you know what i mean like yeah yeah but anyway we, we, we love oh, wait, I'm gonna, i get a little bit in on this it's but i i do the, oh, the reality it's like the mandates and i mean i i don't care what anyone does with their body i wish everyone well i think the one thing that we're lacking as a whole if there was going to be one thing that we learn from all of this it would be that the key to being better the key to staying together is empathy i don't have to agree but i can have empathy and walk in another person's shoes i yeah. don't think anyone is a bad person from you know wanting to go out there and get vaxxed or not get vaxxed i i just think it's uh it's imperative to just for me is that there's just choice and this just kind of goes to show if it a great example of what happens when you when you remove a function of society the way that we just have it all goes yes. to shit that's why it's written into law the way it is like they know mm -hmm. uh so i don't know hopefully well whatever is going on right see, now i just hope it goes back to we just drop these mandates because i think they're it's like horrible. i believe in, i believe in dropping the mandates and stuff mm -hmm. i do not how do i say this the right way i do not believe that the truckers have done it the proper way um maybe I, a rolling you know what, rock would have been better. Tomato, or tomato, really, just Derek. To stop, I think you know that is yeah. that is. It just it was causing money, causing ultimately, these same people with small businesses to shut down. 
it was kind of poorly organized, started off well, got people to where they wanted them to be, but you know, it just took a turn. So it's confusing, right? Uh, I went from like, you know, uh, an opinion uh, to, you know, I better keep my mouth shut to, yeah, I understand. <laughs> Yet now the government, it's like this, all this sort of backpedaling. And yep. you know, what bothers me is I spent all this time trying to figure out how to do this bloody QR code on my phone. <laughs> and now they're going to eliminate it in a couple of weeks. Yeah. You know, what right? hurts even worse is the fact that, you know, as a, as a big time taxpayer, you yeah. know, that's our money, right? I mean, like yeah. why now? Okay. And I'm, I've got a, I haven't got my cell phone with me, but I got another text from the PC government today on uh -huh. my phone asking if I would support them. So the, my last message to them was help me understand something. Aren't there rules about like um, laws about spamming in Canada and where the hell did you get my phone number? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, the uh, you know, basically, I didn't give my phone number to the PC government. They, you know, but yet they're able to nail me and say, hey, blah, 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 knowing my name and everything else. Um, so I haven't responded yet. I was actually going to respond live on the show and it wasn't going to be pretty because <laughs> I would, you know, that's uh, it just really bothers me. It, it, it feels like I'm somehow getting raped. Uh, or broken into, or it's like my personal phone. Well, I have nothing to do with the PC government. Put me on do not call list, right? I've tried, and and this is a second. I I I asked them the last time. It's in writing, right? But no, they continue to do this. So, you know, the fact that they're allowed to just tap into everybody's phone and. Yeah, you know, but but this fun. would go back to something like in regards to what we've done throughout the past two years is that you you trade in a certain amount of freedom, right, yeah. for safety. You're and right. let's yeah. let's just take a poll. If I were to ask for you guys with those amber alerts that pop on your phone, yeah, mm -hmm. right, they're loud. Sometimes it can be annoying, but you're like, you know what? That's for the it's for the good. It's uh, of yep. a whole. Yep. It's for safety. So you say that's okay, but you also didn't give them permission to do that on your phone. Not at That's all. That's right. Right. Not and because yeah. nobody makes a fuss about that, what do they do? Oh, well, we're going to use this for COVID alerts. Mm. Oh, now we're going to call your phone. And this mm. is just the slippery slope that, that people talk about where, mm -hmm. okay, you let things slide because <laughs> it's for the greater good. Like it's okay in this instance, but it's mm. not okay in the other. Agreed. Which is why kind of like if you're pro-choice, like there's some things that I'm not, well, I am pro-choice about almost everything. Because right. that just has to fall in line with my principles. I can't say to somebody, for instance, like, I don't want to get a needle, right? And then I'm going to say to a lady that she can't have an abortion and make her feel like she's a piece of garbage, right? right? So even right. though, like, I'm an adopted child. I was adopted at four months old. Mm -hmm. Lovely mother and father. I had a wonderful life. Thank you for asking. And <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Yeah, woo, it yeah. all turned out good. Yeah. And... and uh, you know, oh, I think I'm going to completely uh, lose my train of thought. Oh, so I, I do not necessarily support abortion. Uh, but I cannot say that I'm not for pro-choice based on my principles. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, but, so. you know, I, I think there's a there's there's situations, um, you know, I, yeah, uh, I, I, I can say I grew up Roman Catholic and these are difficult times for that uh, to be a Catholic period. But um and uh, anyway, I'm not I'm not practicing or anything like that now. But when it came to abortion, yeah, that was a big no-no. However, when you look at circumstances where somebody has been, um, you know, raped or 
um, you know, yeah. there are situations that, you know, that should be a choice, uh, yes. but not to get into a debate around it, but in general, right. to use it as a birth control means, um, I think that's absolute murder. Um, so um, hopefully I'm not offending too many people out there, but it's just, <clears throat> that's what, you know, I think every, uh, every action around that, um, uh, those types of things or those choices, you've got to be able to maybe dig a le little deeper and understand it. If it's just something that, oh, well, hey, you know, something happens, I'll go and do this. Um, mm -hmm. No, I, I think there has to be uh, some justification behind it. Um, even the concept of, um, uh, you know, like, um, oh, what, do you, what do you call it? Like euthanization and all, all kinds of those types of things. I mean, having experienced uh, situations where, um, you know, from a medical standpoint, you know, you, you pull the plug. Well, no, that's not going to happen. Not, not, not on my watch. Right. And then all of a sudden I disagree with that. Totally. Like I would rather, I would rather die with dignity than like, I, I've, I've been in some, like had some family situations where I, you're, you're nothing, you're drooling. You don't remember anything. You're getting violent. You're angry. Agreed. I don't yeah. want to be that person. I don't want to, I don't want to even be a grumpy old man when I get older. Well, there's called, who's there's angry called uh, a quality of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and I'm 44 and I'm miserable. I'm ready kid. to tap out. Oh, come on. <laughs> Not yet. Well, hey, it's it's my movie and yeah. I don't want to I I want it to end now. I don't want to wait for the ending. I I want to get up yeah. and leave. I'm out of the right. theater, you know what yeah. I mean? So, uh -huh. so you guys said you had David you had David Weiss on, right? I had yes, him on my yes. podcast. So do I have any flat earthers in here? Okay. So, wrong question, right? Batman. <laughs> Like he brings up some good points, and Ringo above me here, he uh, he was like went from one no, absolutely not to going. This is plausible. Yeah. Well, so so here's the thing. I prepared 28 questions. I figured I'd fire about five over the bow in the whole show, right? Nice. Uh, but what was amazing about David was he's got this app out there, and I did buy the app, so. Uh, just to, you know, I was hoping to understand more before the next show. But what was amazing about him was he had in his panel, he had his, uh, I don't know if it was his phone. He had another picture in picture screen. And every time we had a question, he'd say, well, okay, prepared. let me show you this. He was yeah. absolutely prepared for everything. He's great. Um, yeah. So well-spoken. Uh, but then towards the end, <laughs> um, we're, uh, with everything going on in the world right now, and um, and I think you you mentioned it, Jay, as well. Like you said something about they. Well, they um, started. You know, who are they, right? And Heiko and I have been getting into these debates because he would say, "Well, you know, they, yeah, they are doing something." So there's this control somewhere that you know, and and so I'm 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 the type I like to go to root cause and peel the onion. So now we're on I'm on a quest, a personal quest, and 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 so you know, and the rest of the team on discovering who they are. So when we Do were you know who they are, Jay. No, unless he was talking about just like the Illuminati type thing. We didn't get into well, that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, so we slipped yep. into uh, because we've had conspiracy theorists on here, and okay. you know we hear a lot about aliens, reptiles, and the connection between you know like everything that's come out with disclosure, uh, you everything know UFOs. Yeah, so everything's somehow connected. How um, so we got on that with Dave, and there was a little you know not a side discussion, but we kind of ventured into that, and he was very right. excited about that. So. Um, not sure we didn't get to really finish all of that but you know i, I did say something about okay look I, I was amazed by the credibility that he comes in with in terms of all of his examples and mm -hmm. and just how he articulates all of this mm -hmm. um he's done some you know backyard science experiments kind of thing to to prove out some of the theories so really amazing really prepared but then we all you know we get on this sort of side topic and it kind of gets into this uh in my opinion who they are right so there's some higher power some higher control and if you i think if you believe in in flat earth you've got to believe that there is some kind of they um right. that that that's in control because i mean a lot of the elements in terms of flat earth well, and the fact that you hit an iceberg you can't go any further it's like okay so you know are we are we are we some kind of feeding ground for aliens what like what's this all about i'd love to weigh in I, on this i am not a flat earther but it's not beyond the realm of possibility to me this is what i say i have not seen earth with my own eyes now i'm not gonna lose friends over it <laughs> know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like i'll right. take for granted that the world is round uh but i didn't have him on my show to pick him apart you know i just yeah. had him on my show to share what he had to what he had to mm -hmm. share well that's the way and, it was great amazing i i right. thought it was you know and, and you i believe it or not is th there's a lot of things that we don't know for instance you know we'll look at communist china and say like you know well they have limited internet and they don't get to see everything and we just assume that we have an internet that doesn't do what they do how do we yeah, know right. that there's information that we don't see? We wouldn't We're, know. We are. Right? No, we don't know. Whenever we don't you know. Look at something. It says Canada. It says what area you're in, right? So you right. get the Canadian internet. And then I think there's a group of people that we don't know the names of. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, the Bill Gates and the Bezos and, you know, the Elon Musks and this and that. And then there's the people that are, well, the they's, right? Uh, like, let's right. get in, like to the Carl Schwab's and stuff like yep. that of the World yep. Economic Forum. Which is very Watch real. Hard. And this great reset is very, very real. Yes. Uh, like, you know, this is all stuff that you can find online on their own website. Like, it's not, you don't even have to go to, like, a referral site. It's, like, no. right there. Uh, they'll let you know that they want to take everything that you own and you will rent it and you will be happy. No. Um, yeah. So, so I do believe <laughs> that there is a group of people that we do not know the names of that are the real players that make things work. And I don't know why that's so alarming to people because we're just all living systems well I, I think i i i don't think that piece is alarming i mean sure there could be this sort of backroom control uh very powerful people i just don't i have a hard time with you know getting a grip around the fact that these are uh reptilian or aliens or shapeshifters and all of that, right? Um, could just be I'm not. I'm not saying Dave. Dave, like we we just kind of glazed on that, and he seemed to, you know, like um, there's there's a whole other thing out there. But um, yeah, the, past the Arctic Circle into the next. Yeah. All right. Well, I talked to David Ike. You know, yeah. David Ike believes in reptilians. He's had contacts. I've 
sp I've spoken to two reptilian channelers up to this point. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess the, the way they say it works, uh, because I myself am a reptilian. No, <laughs> I've never. <laughs> there I've, we I've go. Never <laughs> well, this is why I wear glasses, right? Um, right. Yeah. Um, but apparently the way that it works is, you know, we live in 3D, the third density. Yeah. And they're saying that, you know, it's not a shapeshifter thing is that you're for people that just have the ability to see into uh, the fifth density where a lot of them live yeah, uh, right. is that I would just look at Derek and he would just be a reptilian. You guys wouldn't be able to tell. Right. Uh, so, so we'd be going back and forth telling reptilian jokes and you guys are like, I don't get it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, so, you know, that's a good point. I am. Um, I um, but it, I've been so intrigued with like, it. The basins and stuff would come into it too because yep. now you have a secret society, and we can do that because we don't know each other. But because we're brothers through basins, I could give you a my signal, and you could signal back to me. So right. now right. we say we are reptilians. Hey George, right. I, I need to hear you say something because I want to see that mustache move. You have a beautiful oh, mustache. Right. No, I, I'm fascinated <laughs> because I'm I'm substantially older than these guys, right? Right. And I was having and I mean, hate to to say this, but I was having these kind of conversations in the 70s. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, I never got any answers. <laughs> right. You know so what you, I mean? you would know David names... Ike? Yeah, I know David Ike. Yeah, are yeah. you are you a fan or do you just think he's off as a rocker? Uh, I'm certainly not a fan. No. <laughs> I, I love, thought, you know, I, I listen to what he says. Pardon? I love David. Yeah, yeah. my brother-in-law loves him, actually. My yeah. brother-in-law just thinks he's the, you know, he's been <laughs> listening to him for years. Mm. But, you know, like I say, you know, it's these questions have been around forever and ever. And I think, like, is that the whole point of us having to spend our time answering these questions that are, like, you know, perennials just... Yeah, come 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 on, no one ever solves them. So, well, do you George... think it could potentially be like it's a puzzle? Maybe that's why we're here. We're just here throughout the eons or whatever, just to kind of like figure out this puzzle that we call Earth. Maybe, right. maybe that could yeah. be it. Yeah, yeah, that's really that interesting. Could be yeah. So, George is tracking like food for the Earth. Well, George is tracking a few dates that were kind of delivered by conspiracy theorists and. Um, yes. And I had uh, I had some conversations offline with some people that, you know, and, and what's amazing is 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 these people I I trust with, um, I've known them for years, and it's shocking um, that they've got in their mind they've got it figured out. So I was also I was guided on if you want to find out who they are, it's simple. They are we, and. And it's multi-dimension, and what what ultimately the control feeds off of is our energy. Mm. So, and all will be revealed in the next next six months. So, like Monsters so, Inc. That type of like. Yeah, you know, have you heard go, that? Oh, so six months, like from now until six yeah. months. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard the that? Week, the week There's of mostly, it would be five and a half months. Yeah, okay, well, I hope mandates this. lift then because I need to live a little bit of life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I spent all this time worrying about mandates. I should I'm, have watching a, a good time. I'm watching a company actually right now, and my uh, business partner said we were having a chat about this, and he goes, Well, then what's the point? Right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. oh, no, I have not heard that. So that's a big day. Yeah, yeah there's supposed day. to be a big reveal, something like, yeah. Oh my God, really? 
that's supposed to happen well hey you you're i know what your business deal is so this might be the perfect yeah i think it'll just sell gangbusters you know for a few days at this point if like jesus pops up through the earth's crust like half the size of the planet and just some like nothing at this point will surprise me and i think that's one thing that's most definitely come out over again i like these last two years i don't know if it's a matter of just people staying at home as long as they have but it seems like people are really starting to connect a lot of dots and rapidly like yes you know absolutely i agree with that so if you if you believe in the concept of the universe i mean maybe that that's a good point maybe possibly because we we've been able to not bury our head in work so much in other things that uh collectively um things are happening like the 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 reveal of uh, you know in terms of UFOs and everything and all of the sightings and the ones that they were explained versus the one the ones they couldn't I mean they were only able to explain a few UAP sightings and all of the rest were unexplained but some of those come right out of the water so you got to think you know that sort of ties into this whole underground reptilian kind of uh, you know civilization that we've got. And somehow we're either in evolution where the, you know, we're, we're the, the future or the past. Right. So. Man, uh, I'm not high well, enough for this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know it's good. Exactly. A little deep. That's yeah. awesome. But I mean, I that's the from... whole thing though, right? I think we might be spending <laughs> less time talking about these kinds of things. I remember when I was younger, these types of conversations used to happen all the time, just like George was talking about how he used to have these conversations all the time. And I think we just got so busy worrying about what we consider to be bigger problems that we just kind of dropped the philosophy you don't of need, it yeah. all, right? Like you we became less philosophical and like, you know, you, the, we headed more towards like being factual, like how important it is to have facts. And, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of this side of our brain has kind of gone dormant. And we're really not paying a whole bunch of attention to it now, but it seems to have, uh, to have manifested into something different, which is truth-seeking. There seems to be a whole lot yes. of truth-seeking now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what one of our guests, you know, they call them conspiracy theorists or whatever. But mm-hmm. she says, no, I, I'm a truth-teller. They dig and dig and dig, and, mm-hmm. they, and they try to publicize things that they found. They're trying to get people to learn what the truth is. But and the reason convincing. why things are different today is a lot more people have the access right in their hand. They're not sitting mm-hmm. in a computer. They're on their cell phones. They can research. And that's what we tell people. Do your own research. Don't believe what we say or what they say or whatever. Figure it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are starting to do that. So you, like you said, the knowledge base is there and people are starting to dig things up and find out things. And yeah. yeah, it's it's right there for them if they want it. Uh, it there's, is. There's uh, something I was watching from the Smithsonian, and they were talking about the atomic bomb. And when people talk about the some of the atrocities, well, there's a lot of back and forth going on with you know why would government lie to us, or why would there be a narrative outside the one that we're being told? And yes. I, I would point to some people. I'm not saying that that's necessarily true. Uh, but to say that it hasn't happened and it couldn't happen again is really naive. And in regards right. to the atom bomb, I mean, they took their own troops and used them as guinea pigs, told them to dig ditches, and then blew atom bombs on, like, you know, all around them. Uh, yeah. Not, like, 
pretending like they didn't know it was going to cause some type of radical cancer. Yes. Uh, you know, people are, oh, anyways, it was an atrocity, like what they were talking about. I believe they exposed 250 to 300,000 troops uh, yeah. to atomic radiation. And it, you can see these clips on YouTube, the way that they would clean them off after one of these, these explosions, they had a broom. And they would just like dust these guys up, like, what the f are you doing? And, thought, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and, and yeah. you can't you can't tell me that they didn't know that this weapon of mass destruction was going to do the things that they did. Maybe not on such a grand scale because it yeah. was yeah. something new, right. but they knew that they were damaging the people that they were exposing them. But is it also to do long-term studies, right? Like right now with uh it's, I was saying to a buddy of mine, um, whether you got vaccinated or you didn't get vaccinated, either way, you're still a statistic, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm. we're going to find out in five years or 10 years or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, long-term effects. Yeah, that's yeah. the one thing we don't know. And early on, you would hear doctors say that, which was refreshing. Yes. Say like, listen, we don't know what the long-term thing is going to be. And I, I believe I heard that as well when they were talking about, when they were coming out with the, the 5 to 12. And yep. there, there was a clip of someone in the FDA saying, like, listen, we really don't know until we get it out there. But I, mm -hmm. I look at everything. I do sales as well. Like, that's been a lot of my life has been doing sales. And I look at everything as a business. And whether it be right or wrong, if my business is making sure vaccines get out there, you know, you want to silence things that will be unflattering. Yeah, right. I, I think it would just be a lot better, though, if it seems like like people are searching for truth like we've all agreed upon like why not be transparent and just allow people to make their own decisions and if right. it's generally safe people will do it if it's generally so not safe they won't right so just make sure it's good and people will do it yeah well and that's the thing is there's a lot of uh misunderstanding or lack of knowledge so people aren't sure people don't want to do things they don't they're not 100 percent sure about is this going to affect me in the future what's going to happen and there has been no um government sources telling this to people they're just saying take it take it take it take it but and then see, the, the big big lie and i've i've said this many times before the big big lie that they're doing is they're making the general public believe that unvaccinated people are diseased and they will make you sick and they will kill you. Mm -hmm. And I always say there's no difference between a vaxxed and unvaxxed person. The vaccine is for the individual only that takes the shot. Yes. Otherwise, everybody's a carrier, mm -hmm. right? So that's the one thing that really bothers me about this. Why are they forcing everybody to do this? Right. right? I agree with you as well. And early yeah. on, you know, like I'll, I'll give them a pass for the first year. Okay, uh, but but in regard, you know what I mean. When we when we just don't, I'll just say generally as a collective, we didn't know, right? Like, even though there was some information, <clears throat> yes. Um, but we know now without question. But the damage uh -huh. is already done, right? Because yeah. even if you eliminate that one year, what what they've been able to do since mandates have come in, like the divisiveness and uh, like I, I heard one person what they were talking about the trades and someone would want. Uh, an HVAC company to come and they would say, oh, could you please make sure that the person that you send is vaccinated? For the guy who goes yeah. on your roof. Right, right, because they don't, they don't want an unvaccinated person there to make them sick. The only way that would make any sense to me 
and that was just kind of always the case for just the the, the science I was following. Um, is I can understand if someone didn't want an unvaccinated person at their house because them as a vaccinated person was concerned that that person wasn't protected and yes. wanted to make sure that they were yes. safe. Right. Right. So right. I don't. I want to make sure that I don't give this person COVID and something bad happens. And right. I don't know how that got switched. I think very early on that was just something that. Uh, the government said, and we're we're just uh, the more that you repeat things to human beings, it's just like a, a machine, it sticks, right? And, right? And it sticks. So yeah. it wasn't so much about whether it was true or whether it was false. They just said it enough to where we just believed it, and it became the norm. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Sorry, I, oh, I just got to make a sound here. Oh, Jason Kristoff uh. is someone you should look for. He's a great Jason Kristoff. All right. I'll write that, that down. down. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing a lot of podcasts right now, but uh, I, I had one with him, and he's uh, he's a truth teller. He and he's also pretty intense. Yeah. So you, you yeah. also talked to Gary Hill too, right? I'm, I'm not from. No, no, I didn't talk to Gary Hill. No. Okay. I thought no. the the pilot, right? Oh, Greg Hill. Greg. Oh, sorry. Greg, Greg. Hill. Greg. He's a yeah. great guy. We've actually become pretty good friends. Uh, really down to earth, dude. Um, yeah, three tours and just gets treated like garbage by some people, uh, which uh, I, I just don't understand. You know, no, someone that I don't fought, get that. Yeah. Fought for your country. You can not like, you know, his, his choice. Yeah. Um, but literally, I mean, it was, uh, I, I, I had, I had announced that he was going to be on my show right around, um, November 11th, Remembrance Day. Right. And when I did, oh my God, like the shitstorm that ensued after I mm -hmm. said that he's going to be on there. And at the yeah. end, when everyone was done, I said, like, how despicable is it that you yeah. would treat a veteran this way? Yeah. Yeah. You, you would think you would think he murdered somebody. I he know. just made it's a choice. Wild. And not only did he just make a choice, he suffered the consequences of that choice. He lost yeah. his job, like a six-figure salary flying planes. Yeah. yeah. And and now you're going to demonize him even more? Mm -hmm. like he was an international pilot, right? Yeah, he worked for a he worked for a major airline and he did three yeah. tours in Afghanistan. Wow. Like, See, you know, you couldn't and, pay me enough money to do that. I know. No. No. And I can understand um individuals, like individual people having their own opinions and blah blah blah, you know, mm -hmm. about what he's done and what he's through his life and not supporting veterans. I, I see people like that. I don't understand them, but what blows my mind is how the government doesn't stand behind those people. Oh, very good point. They yeah. throw them out as trash and they're the ones that fought for that government. Like mm -hmm. that, that's where I draw the line. Nurses as well. Uh, you yep. know, I had a, a conversation yeah. with a, a lady named Carla and mm -hmm. she volunteered. She's she's at a paid position, but when COVID first hit, uh, they had to find volunteers because a lot of yeah. people didn't want to have anything to do with it. We didn't know it was just something from a wet market that was killing people. Yeah. And Carla volunteered to be a part of this COVID unit and worked in that COVID unit for well over a year, and yeah. obviously without, you know, a, a vaccine. The vaccine. <laughs> and then when they're offered, she's like, you know what? I've been good over the last year and a half. I just don't feel the need to to have this done. Like she's a yeah. she's a healthy middle-aged woman. Mm -hmm. And then you say, "Well, we're going to fire you." And yeah. the only way I can see that is, "Wow, 
it's it's like they're disposable on multiple levels because yeah. it was okay for them. You would allow them to risk their lives when there was absolutely nothing that could save them, according to the science, right? They just yep. went into yes. it naked. And they're like, well, yeah, go ahead. We need you. And, it, and if you die, that's just what has to happen if we're going to save the whole. And then after the fact, she's done all that. She doesn't want to have this vaccine. And they they toss her out the window anyways. Yeah. Even though, like, nothing's changed. Yeah, no. that's horrible. It's it's wild. At my, my wife's a nurse in, in a big, big hospital around here. And the same thing happened there when it became a mandate they lost a third of their staff mm. doctors nurses cleaners everybody they lost a third of them and they haven't replaced them and now the ones that are still left are just pushing and pushing and pushing yeah to get so i have a question to, for you like who here yeah. is not poked i guess there's a couple of people here not poked uh, I, you not I, poked not no, poked. two of us heiko's not poked heiko heiko is Heiko's not, not yeah. okay heiko's okay i'm not poked either uh-huh. And the more the more this goes on, the more I feel comfortable in my decision. Well, yeah. so here's something interesting, and it, it's really not. Um, I'm I'm kind of done with debating it because, like to your point, we don't know enough about long term, and uh -huh. so I respect both sides of it. But uh -huh. I I've been experimenting with um, a VR, so like like an Oculus kind of thing. So. Uh -huh. um, and I'm very new to it, but I've been on these sort of forums and what's amazing is just, you feel like you're there, right? Cause it's a 360 view of, of a virtual world, but there's a lot of, depending on what time you go on, there's a lot of people from India, right? Okay. Um, so some of it, yep, is, you know, just not worth <laughs> spending time on, but there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, articulate, very, very good conversations, very good topics. But I was chatting with someone yesterday that said, you know, COVID, they don't have access to vaccine. Um, it, from his opinion, it's, it's, it's terrible. He's got family members that have died. He said they can't even, um, there's no delineation between who's got COVID and who doesn't have COVID. Right. And he just, you know, he's suffered, um, you know, having a lot of family members die or, or they're, they're, they're trying to deal with it. And, you know, uh, so it's a very different situation. Um, I know from my personal experience, I, I, I've logged about 19 people that I personally know that have died and, you know, chalked up as COVID, but um, so <laughs> Yeah, it, it's really it's really tough to say. I ended up getting it. Um, I got it not too long ago. My daughter tested positive twice, and so I just assumed, okay, I've got it. I don't need to waste another rapid test. And I certainly felt like it. In fact, I'm rehearsing with a few uh, band members, and we we all think we got it at around the same time. Right. So, but but regardless, um, having been vaxxed, we were all vaxxed. Um, the the effect or the the symptoms weren't as pronounced. I mean, we're, I, I certainly were, wasn't on death's door. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe the vaccine was good, at least in in kind of tempering that down. But um, but this guy from India, I mean, it was very sad. Um, right. He said, I, I just can't, I can't believe it. Right. Right. And you know and what? And I, I would love him to have the one that I passed on. 
Yeah. Instead, like, why are they jamming it down my throat? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. like for me, I'm just in. Like, I, I, I this yeah, is something I followed pretty closely, and mm -hmm. I'm not anti anything. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I would never discourage somebody from going out there and getting vaccinated. That is absolutely. 100% their call. I wouldn't yeah. want to be the person saying, don't do it. And then something bad does happen. I don't need that right, on right. my conscience, right? I, I right. want people to do what's uh, most comfortable for them. Um, but it, it's having oh, that choice. It's right. having the choice. You're right. That, that, that's yeah. it. Just the choice. Yeah. I mean, you, the, the See, thing I in regards I to have a choice, you know, government caring about me, you, you can drink yourself to death. You can be an alcoholic. You can walk yeah. in, you can buy a case of wine and no one's yeah. going to bat an eye. You no, could no. be 500 pounds and you you could have someone roll you into a buffet and you can eat yourself to death. I did that yes. today, in fact. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I went and had sushi. All you can right. eat was just. You can smoke yourself to death. And at Derek's no there. point have you ever heard anyone say that we would neglect them uh, the basics of, of Medicare if they were to get sick. Yeah. And yeah. for some yeah. twisted reason, that didn't follow through to, well, if I didn't want to get a poke right right they were they were prints like i have a like a severe distaste for media i don't like media mm -hmm. period right. and and like that's end stop like everything right yeah. and you know the fact that they would be so flagrant and have the disregard to run pieces on front pages talking about how unvaccinated people should die like that's sickening. It's gross. Yes. It's disgusting. I can't believe we live in a society like that. Yep. And yep. as far as I'm concerned, I mean, live on you the know, like George Orwell in 1984. Like we're here. That, that yeah, this is 1984. You're talking about the the, the book, 1984. Yeah, the book, the movie, all of it. That, that it's TV incredible. Screen. Yeah, yeah. That TV screen says something, and then we just all do it. And yes. it's because we grew up. I mean, we should be able to watch the news and not have to question it. Yeah. So, Jason, we, we had a we had it's funny you mentioned about like the media and um, in our own small way, we're, we're kind of, a, um, you know, because we talk about these types of topics. It's mm -hmm. it's it's open. It's it's um, but we had a we had a journalist in a few weeks ago. Right. Yeah, God, just Eric? a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and um, it, it was pretty amazing because the, a lot of the questions I asked were around integrity, uh, and you know, how do we know that we're not being lied to? And and so he he kind of gave us a, a bit of a, a a backroom look at how all of this works, and um, you know, my thinking was, well, you're probably one of the few uh, who you know don't cross the line right so i mean he he's he was um he'd have uh uh he'd validate his sources and all of that stuff and um but uh to your point though you know the media i'm sick of it i'm i'm really sick of the media in fact um is I was watching CP24. Well, I shouldn't name the names, but anyway, the they're all right. owned by it's all the same. Yeah. It's all, exactly. So, um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, though, it, it, anything that they talk about is is really becoming repulsive. And I, I, right. I shut it off. I just right. don't yeah. watch. Well, look at this. We've talked about a, a couple of controversial things. Like Flat Earth pisses a lot of people off. <laughs> yeah. When I said I was going to do Flat Earth, there were people that went out of their way to send me a message 
to let me know they weren't going to watch it because flat earth is stupid and dangerous. What? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Someone else (laughs) is going to believe in flat earth. Like they're going to walk off. I don't know. And here we are all different walks of life. We've never met one another. And here we are having a beautiful civil conversation. News does not give you this news gives you divisiveness. It gives you like nothing but straight bias uh, you know, the they, uh, I, like in media, bias, yeah. they will constantly go out there. I've watched it throughout the, the whole pandemic of talking like to the dumbest fucking person in the crowd, pardon my language, yeah. to get Words to get good. their point of view. And people think, uh, oh, yeah. that's the truth. Never yeah. thinking like they could have had 10 or 15 amazing responses from articulate individuals, but that didn't play into the story that they want to tell. So we're that's not right. going to play any of those. We're just going to give you the dummy. People assume there's only dummies there. They just only showed you dummies. What are the odds when you just take a look at just ratios that everyone at that rally was stupid? Yeah. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, CBC got caught with its pants down uh, the other day when they were talking to someone that was at the truckers rally. They rolled up to some dude that didn't look all that articulate. And this right. guy was very articulate and he was a professor. And right. that didn't last too long. Yeah. She looked mm-hmm. for a way out because that's not scary. Ooh, look at this. He was talking about how legally this wasn't right and, and whatever it might be. And right. so this is the example of, of like an open forum. I don't know why we don't have the best doctors in the world right now in this type of forum sharing information with one another. And if the doctors are quacks, like, listen, if you're exposing it to world to the world, there's going to be someone that's going to be able to pull out the weak links. But yeah, we we don't, but the doctors do. Like, I, I have a cousin who's a doctor. I have a friend who's a doctor. The doctors do talk amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. The, the thing about the two doctors I know is that they're both on both opposite sides of the fence. Right. So I'm fucking confused, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when they talk amongst each other, but you're getting threatened to lose your license. You can't practice anymore if you say yeah. this, right? right. Like. Like, there's, uh, there's doctors that are hiding too. They're scared too. I'll, I'll give you an example uh, in regards to just how, how media lies. And I'm going to use just a very, very gentle example that I use with a lot of people. Okay. Uh, and, and it's not to say that I'm, I'm a bad person, but mm-hmm. this is just what we do. I'd be, hey, how you doing? J-Man here. It's 11.58, you know, two minutes away from the top six at 11, right? And I'm telling you guys to call in and send me emails, and I want you to vote for the number one tune of the night. And so, of course, people call in. They're sending me emails, this and that, right? And on my playlist, I have one to six. Do you know when that playlist was written? Three yeah, ago. way before. Yeah, before. I didn't write it down just then and there. It's already in the computer. Yeah. I'm manipulating yes. you into believing that somehow you have some type of effect on the outcome. Yeah. And I know fully well that's not going to happen. My job is just to produce theater for you. I'm supposed yeah, to right. make it exciting and give you what you want or what I believe you want. Yeah. I knew it was going to be cold play before I even sat down in the chair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because I saw that playlist three, four days ago. And I'm like, oh, yeah. look at this cold play. Blah. So all I do is I take <laughs> the phone calls that come in and say, yeah, I want cold play to be number one on tonight's top, whatever. I play yeah. that along with the song. And then everyone's like, woohoo. Like, of course. Mm-hmm. All yeah. we do is just pick the hottest song. It's mm-hmm. that's it's obvious. There's charts all over the place. Now, yeah. if that's just me, Joe Schmo filling in for an evening show on the radio, you yeah. don't think that gets manipulated as you start going up the rungs? It's just different levels of theater. 
Yeah. And right. so I just don't know where it starts and where mm -hmm. it stops. And I don't mm -hmm. think that people in media are bad by any stretch. That's not what I'm saying. Like yeah. we've seen with mandates that people will do things that they don't want to do to save their jobs. It's a very, yeah. very powerful thing. Jason, uh, that, that is a, a, a great point because our show, for instance, we're live. We've always been live. Uh, we were linked into a couple of stations at one point that moved from, uh, you know, our show being live to a, a pre-record. Um, we don't, you know, it's our choice. We don't want to, we want to be live because we rely, what makes up our show are really uh, our audience, right? And the fact that they do interact with us. Some nights are, you know, great nights we have hundreds of people on and then some nights are thin but we're still there for them so we have a pretty loyal following and they want to see us live they want to be able to be part of the show and interact so to your point absolutely i can't you know that's a, a big beef of mine with radio stations that they've got the you know um er everything's automated now and and uh, and they make it appear that yeah hey somebody's calling in live and so they're essentially lying to us. Um, yes. And uh, it's just, it's, yeah, it's another lie, right? Um, there's nothing, it's, it's lost all its substance as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It, there's nothing, I, I'm, I, I like the unpredictable, right? And a lot of people I think do. That's why reality, uh, you know, reality content and live casts and stuff like that, they're very unpredictable right mm -hmm. um you can't go back like you have a podcast podcasts are great um if you want to you know structure get your points across make sure it's edited well we're not like that we're very raw right and whatever happens happens I and mean, sometimes we you know say some things that we probably shouldn't and <laughs> if we catch them and retract them whatever apologize but we you know we do our best to kind of keep that in order but it's unpredictable you don't know when ringo's going to go off on a rant right <laughs> so speaking of that ringo being unpredictable and raw and everything um and seeing that jason is uh, a radio personality maybe we should finish up with george's backside maybe, yeah, maybe jason can figure out what well, it is. there's a couple of things here just chip in i mean oh, again oh. um i was uh to illustrate that I've like had these conversations a long time ago. Uh, maybe even like say a bit more recently, it was in the eighties. Now, just Greenham Common. Do you know what Greenham Common was with the protests against the American air bases in the UK? Just, no, I'm not familiar with that. Really? One. Okay. The way that was covered, I mean, check it out. It was Greenham Common, and it was to do with um, the air bases in East Anglia, which is in, in the UK. And I think the problem, what they were bringing over nuclear warheads. You know, because of um, NATO and all that. So, so there was a, there's this big protest at Greenham Common, and it was mostly it started off. Uh, it was most like women. It was like the women of Greenham, I think, were protesting this, and it was like grannies and mothers and what have you, you know. But then you got the 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 BBC, the BBC. You know, the truth is truth you know oh well, yeah their coverage in the evenings this is where you know here we go again it was like it was like the kids the punks that were there you know with things through you know noses red hair and that's right. who they were interviewing right and i knew yep. somebody who went down there and i thought that is shocking to portray that in such a manner you know what mm -hmm. i mean so it's like and there's a few more examples of that and here we are still talking about right. the way 
Yeah, yeah. so I agree with you entirely. It's, it's nothing new. It's not mm-hmm. just happened, you know, in the last five, ten years, you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. But on a lighter note, so I always like to ask our guests, what was the first album you ever bought, Jason? Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone says that. That's <laughs> a really album. great question. Like, my <laughs> musical tastes have evolved so much throughout the years. I, was, I, think, yeah, yeah. I think it was Bobby Brown. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. Be Cruel. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I listened to that thing over and over and over again. Like, oh, unbelievable. And I, I still love some of those tunes. So that oh, was yeah. CD? I, I, I think it was a CD. It could have been yeah. a cassette. I had a cassette player for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it was my prerogative on that album. Oh, brother. Yes. Yeah, see, I knew, yes. I knew we were connected. I knew it. I knew you and I were connected. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, my, my prerogative is, is a good one. I, I, oh, yeah. That's one of one of the best. And don't yeah, be cruel. It's still have it. Title track don't is good. No, I, I I don't. If I did, it was it's somewhere else. I have it on MP3 like everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, stored yeah, on one yeah. of my favorite playlists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I'm gonna, I have to do something like that with my podcast. I don't have like this one definitive like in the studio type question to yeah. ask yeah. at the end. I, yeah. I like that one. Maybe that that'll be it. I'm gonna hijack it. <laughs> okay, you are. Yeah. <laughs> be my right guest. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we're going to show us your backside and uh, maybe we'll give, give us it one, one last more guess whirl. at it and then we'll wrap her up. See, see if you guess what this is, J Man. It's the backside of an album. So you got to guess what the album is. We're just going to switch panels, give you some. Oh, you won't really get too much from the album itself. Okay, so... I don't know. It looks very Christopher Crossish. I know it's not, but it looks very Christopher Crossish. No, it's British. He's a British artist. British. Oh my God, I'm not. Started British off in artist. the '60s. He was huge in the early '70s. Oh, we got we got a Cat Stevens or Tom Jones. I saw Tom Jones. That was Victor, right? I love Tom Jones. Hey, uh, praise and blame. Yeah. If anyone likes Tom Jones. Praise and Blame was uh, a gospel album that he put out when I was working at Dog FM. So maybe it's about 10 years old. Amazing oh, wow. disc. Amazing. He's an amazing career, but it's not Tom Jones. What about Cat oh. Stevens? Who said that one? Gary, Gary, the drummer. Yeah, Gary, Gary Lightowler. Gary Lightowler. Yeah. He reckons it's Cat Stevens. Yes. Oh. There you go. Cat I had Stevens. no idea Cat Stevens was uh, from the UK. Like that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I like Rory Numbers. Gallagher. Oh yeah. Oh, he's Gallagher Irish. Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Rory Gallagher. Oh, the Gallagher oh. brothers. That's Neil and and uh, Liam. Yeah. Like this was when he went through his numerology period and he was searching, and then he uh, disappeared in 1979 for 26 years. Amazing. He went. He went off to. Uh, he just his went Muslim to the cottage. Right. Sabbatical. Yeah. Oh, and there, there's another good to, a documentary. Muslim, uh, to Islam. Searching oh, for right Sugar on. Man. That's a good one, too. You should check that out if you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah? You guys like music. Yeah, Searching for Sugar Man. He had, like, a, a big hit in, you know, I believe it was in the United States. Uh, then his career just kind of fizzled out, and he didn't know that some other part of the world, his album was, like, it was the biggest thing. People loved him there. So he right. found out, and he, he carried Who's on that? his career over there. It's a really fascinating yeah. story. So, Jason... Um, you know, we love having you on. Hopefully, we can get you back again. Um, the uh, was there anything that you wanted to to maybe uh, let our watchers know that might be coming up or something you want to uh, plug? Anything we missed? 
Yeah, well, I mean, with the Emergencies Act that just passed, I might have to yeah. relax some of my show content. Uh, I do a lot of mandate stuff, and I'm not sure what I should be talking about and what I shouldn't be talking about. Right, um, right. But the way that I conduct my podcast is very much how you guys do it. I really have to commend you. I've had a really great time doing this, and I've been on some ones that I didn't have so much fun on, and I, and I love how you guys express your opinion. Uh, so people that like your stuff, I think that they would like my stuff. It's just... Uh, a little bit more structured and it's me and generally just one other guest. But right now I deal with a lot of mandate stuff, a lot about freedom of speech. And I really do come from the heart in regards to when I say we just have to be better. Like those are hashtags mm. that I use. Be okay. better together to love one another and to realize sometimes when are we being fed a script? Mm -hmm. When do we really feel yeah. a certain way about something? And when are we being told to feel a certain way about something. And innately, I believe that human beings are good. And so let's just do our best to be kind with one another, regardless wherever our politics may lie. Yeah. Yes. That's a great yes. message. Great message. Yeah. And we um, can find you at J-Man is Alive. Yeah, yeah look for me on YouTube. I love it. Uh, YouTube.com slash J-Man is Alive. That's where you can find a lot of my show content, uh, the launchpadpodcast.com, but at J-Man is Alive on all my social medias and when you guys were talking about like showing your behind, I, I thought George was going to show his ass. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe one day if we're really lucky. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I hope they don't ask me to do that too because that's, I won't. that's why the ratings go down well, around yeah. nine or ten o'clock. George has a little his little thing. So what about uh, just something that I, I like to dig up? Like your your Friday's useless facts. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I really do appreciate the the research. I don't know how many people go out of their way to let you know, but there's nothing. Uh, that, that's better than knowing that someone put a little bit of time and effort into some of the things that you did. Right. Uh, but yeah, and that has never, ever come up. So great job. Uh, but that was one of the things I really enjoyed doing on, on the radio. It was one of my longest running features. And it was just simply that simple stuff that people could laugh at. You've probably heard the one about a pig's orgasm lasting 30 minutes. Uh, a, a whale's <laughs> penis is called a dork. Things of that nature. And yeah. I, I, I would start to go into it a little bit deeper sometimes just going out there and finding funny laws that exist, mm -hmm. uh, but really always putting my focus in regards to my shows on just making sure people are having a good time yeah. laughing, hopefully, you know, at least a smile and enjoying some good music and trying to pass on the good vibes. Very excellent. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. So and that's, um, that's what I do sometimes too. I'll do uh, where some of our old sayings come from. Oh, oh I, I like that. And we'll throw those out there, you know? Yeah, like I bite my thumb at you, something like that. Right? Say yeah. the bell, you know, that sort Remember, of thing. Remember, you ever hear all those? Yeah, That's I have, very, but very... I, I don't know the origin of a lot of those, though. Oh, save, well, uh, save, Saved by the Bell, by the bell. Yeah, yeah. is uh, what, what happened back in the day is they used to bury people, but they didn't have the medicine and technology like we have today. So people actually were buried alive. They were still alive. Right. And the only reason they knew this is because of grave robbers, they they bring up a, a coffin and they'd find all the claw marks, the scratch marks in the lid and, and wood under the nails. So what they started to do is they had a tube come out of the coffin above ground and there was a little tiny bell on it and it was tied to the big toe. Wow. So what, what what would happen if if you were still alive and you came to, right? There were people there were people that were working, quote, the graveyard shift. Because they would walk around the cemetery at night, 
That's where that saying came from. Well, there's a couple in there. So Graveyard yeah. Shift and yeah, Saved yeah. by the Bell. Saved yeah. by the Bell. And the people that were saved by the Bell were called Dead Ringers. Get so, out of town. I yeah, like that. <laughs> see? So, I'm stealing that like, too. No, go for it, man. We yeah, love doing that it. kind of yeah. stuff. I got to take that. I got to moon people. Wait, I got to remember. It's the back of an album. I got to remember. You got to say not the front side, the back side. Yes. Yeah. So, so Jason, if you you have any uh, interesting things that are coming up on your show and you want to share that to our our page, feel free to do that anytime or or reach out. And uh, (laughs) but yeah, it was great having you on and um, uh, definitely like to have you back again. I mean, this was a great conversation. Yes, yeah, thank um, you. You guys are great, honestly. I've had I had a blast, and you know, with a four person panel with a fifth is is not easy to navigate. No, and you no, guys but... do you guys do a fantastic job. I really I, I had such a great time with this conversation. Thank you. And I'm going to make sure to be uh, sharing your channel out with a, a lot of people because I think they'd enjoy it a whole lot too. Great, awesome. we appreciate thank you very that. much. Yep. All right, so I guess hike, bring her home. Bring her home. I know. I had one more question I was going to throw at Jay just just to see what his opinion is, and it, right. it's got to do with all the nonsense that's going out there. And uh-huh. I throw this question oh, no. at, at at people a lot too: is uh-huh. they have been saying for decades that the world is overpopulated, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to run out of water, going to run out of food, all, all this stuff. So I ask people sometimes, say, why would they? come out with a vaccine and make mandates to save everybody on the planet when we well know we're far overpopulated. Right. Are you asking me, is this thing a tool of destruction? Um, I'm asking you what your opinion is on that. What, what do you, what, what do you think that is? Oh boy. This, this is, yeah. it's a difficult question. Um, yeah. because I have given it some thought. Yes. Right. Cause I don't think it's so outrageous. To think about no um that's oh my god i could do a whole show just on this well, show. <laughs> okay, but let me I'll, I'll i'll summarize it quickly yeah um, is that there's a lot of stuff that have that has happened over the past two years that i i would keep on saying no to uh right. there's a lot of things that i've heard before this like uh like 9 11 i there i would bet everything that i own that the narrative we've been told is not the right one. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. I never pretend to be the answer guy. Uh, right. But I just know that there's something that doesn't add up. Project and right. I, I guess in regards to, you know, the, the population thing, I I cannot get there. And I know people in my network that are thinking along those lines that it could be. I yep. can't. I can't bring myself for whatever reason, knowing all the heinous things that have already been done on this planet, uh-huh. that, that, that is true. Um, but then like, who, who knows? I'm, yeah. I'll, that's always my answer. I will never say no to something. Who knows? It, who it's knows? a stretch. They um, know, yep. but that, <laughs> there we go. Finish <laughs> on that. They, they know. And know what? Que- there's nothing wrong with questioning anything. As long right. as it's not becoming everything. disruptive to your life, I don't think there's anything wrong with questioning everything. And so, right. yeah, ask people and see what they think, and you never know what you might uncover. Yeah, right. Awesome, buddy. Thank you so yeah. much. No worries. Thank- we really thank you, all four of us, for ha- for coming on our show. And uh, I also want to thank people that were a part of the show tonight. 
which is Melanie. She was the first guest again. She's Brandon rocking Merrill. it. Yeah. It's Melanie, Sandra, or Deborah. They're always the first ones in there. Then we had Kathy, James, Victor, Sandra, Gary, Jr., Cody, Richard, Carrie, and Sally. Thank you so much for being on the Hikadelic Show. And we're all going to be back here next Monday night at 9.30, right here on the Hikadelic Show. Thanks, J-Man. Take care. And see you guys later. Well, that's another wrap for the Hikadelic Show, folks, so it's time to get dirty. And don't forget, listen in next week on Monday night and every Monday after that for the Hikadelic Show at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time. If you'd like more information on the Hikadelic Show, please find us at www.thehikadelicshow.com or .ca. We'll see you all next week on the Hikadelic Show. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor for the Hikadelic Show, it's easy. Just send us an email at info at thehikadelicshow.com. Meanwhile, you can browse our website at www.thehikadelicshow.com or .ca. Click on our sponsor tab and find out more information on sponsorships. Thanks for joining the Hikadelic Show fans.